0: just accessed Hardware is Forever, your source for the expert insights, ideas, and innovations you need to do more in the electronics manufacturing industry. From optimization to operations, join us as we put the pieces together for a better approach to manufacturing. Let's go.
1: This is Hardware is Forever. Jay Patel is the CEO at Amtech, and Jay, I'm looking forward to today's conversation uh, which brings to mind for me a maxim that I I like, which is uh, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Yes, With the idea that when we get our wits about us, we can operate a lot more uh, quickly than when we're just kind of reacting or responding. So let's kind of level set uh, as in this idea of how do we how do we slow down to go fast? What do you mean, especially in context of uh, Amtech and hardware development and and electro uh, electrocircuitry and the things that you're expert in
2: yeah, so I think you know right now, just I guess in the last few decades, uh, growth is expected to be exponential because of the nature of the revolution or the innovation that was going on, and specifically talking about software, you know, I think um, when we talk about software, software developed for the masses the product can scale exponentially, and since we've witnessed that, exponential growth it's almost become normalized that this is what growth looks like this is what a successful business looks like this is what a successful entrepreneur looks like and i think it's been ingrained in our in our culture now that you know if we want to be successful it should happen really fast and it should happen really really exponential and i think if we look at that case um in some industries where it's more software based, I feel like that could be done if it's targeted to the right audience. Uh, and but the you know the negative thing too is you know as fat you know the 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 bigger they are, the faster they grow, the quicker they fall as well. And we've had a lot of tech startups that we've seen, you know, rise really really quickly and then crash uh, quickly as well. So I think you know that that mentality as a a entrepreneur who's in the hardware space it it really um, uh, it 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 challenges you because on one side you want to grow you want to be a successful entrepreneur like for me i felt like okay if i'm not doing this at this certain time and growing at this certain and generating this much revenue then it's not necessarily a, a i'm not, i'm not being successful i'm not a successful ceo or a leader or you know whatever my position is in the organization i think you know, when you're talking about hardware, I found that you can't rush it. You have to go slow, and if you go slow, you can launch it, and then you can start building you know, one program on top of the other program, and that does lead to significant growth, possibly exponential, but it's over a longer time period. So, in it's it's really something that's like a push and pull or this this tension that happens that that. Uh, that in hardware you have to go slow. You cannot go fast uh, and grow exponentially. And to go fast and, and you know to possibly grow exponentially over a five or eight or ten year period, you have to slow down. So I think that's where it really that that was one of my aha moments when I was being what in hardware development and manufacturing is. I got to slow down. I can't just keep the lack for lack of better terms the Silicon Valley mindset. And apply it to manufacturing.
1: I'm so glad you brought up the Silicon Valley mindset because any of us in technology or who spend time in technology, I I totally agree with you. There's this sort of, um, and I don't know if it's even necessarily the reality, but is the projected reality from whatever media or venture capitalism or whatever that says, everything's got to move at the speed of this. And um, do you feel like there's a pressure then to Keep up. It's not necessarily the pressure to do what's best for my business, but the pressure to, oh, everybody else is, so therefore I must be too. Like when we talk about kind of this pressure where you must be at some sort of revenue goal, it's arbitrary, but you put it on yourself because, well, isn't that what everybody else around me is doing? It, that That's, I don't know, dangerous to business for a lot of us, don't you think?
2: hundred percent. I think it is. And, you know, it's not a now game. And especially right now when we're t- seeing, it, it's become like a fashion you know, hardware is not a now game, especially right now when we see all these, a lot of the Silicon Valley mentality. I, I don't want to say Silicon Valley mentality, but like this exponential growth mentality being applied to hardware, especially in the electronic and electrification game, where we see a lot of these electric vehicle startup, startups trying to project exponential growth and then falling flat on their face because it's a lot harder than people really seem. And I think People are are finding that out. And I think you know a lot. A lot of other things is even investors. You know, when you you have a great idea for a hardware, investors don't like hardware anymore because it's capital intensive. It takes time. Return on investment is a prolonged. Whereas software, it's fast. It's cheap. If it fails, it fails cheap. If it grows, it grows and it's great. So even like if you're an entrepreneur to even get access to capital or investments or investors or you know venture firms it's really difficult because everybody has shifted to this business model where if it's software boom like it's it's great so you have to get a specific type of investor and you have to specific, have to pitch it in a specific way so i think even the leadership at hardware based organizations feel that pressure you know if it was different we would see a lot more hardware innovation but the the economy has changed where wealth is generated through software faster and cheaper than it is through hardware. So that pressure just trickles down into the whole, I would say industry or the ecosystem of hardware.
1: And it can lead to corner cutting. It can lead to uh, innovating on the wrong things. It can lead to misreading market dynamics or, I mean, it's just, it's domino after domino. Why do you think, When you talk about hardware, is 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 not a now game that it takes it takes time. That seems on its face sort of self evident, but what do you mean? Why does it take time? What are some of the components of that?
2: So to develop a a hardware based minimal viable product, it takes a lot of iteration. You know, like you know, Instagram was an MVP when Facebook bought them, and they got a huge multiple, uh, like a, a crazy multiple on it. So like, and that it's hard to do that with hardware. Uh, you have to think, okay, how am I, how is my product going to survive in the field? Because we don't know until it's in the field. You know, when an IoT device that's supposed to be outside monitoring something, how do I design an MVP for that? And how do I get investment to be able to scale that is, is difficult. And and typically when we're talking about hardware, there's a lot of things that happen. Is Number one, we're not perfect. So we don't know really what we're doing because we're going into a new frontier and we're always experimenting with all these new hardware applications and these new frontiers so we don't know how it is going to act we don't know what the failure modes are going to be so even to go out there you have to do a lot of research and development where you know when you develop other other type of you know specifically software you can test it and boom you know if it works or not uh you know, it, the test, the testing is a lot easier when it, than than it is for hardware. So we're not perfect. We don't understand all the failure modes. We don't understand all the scenarios. And then there's a validation stage that it has to go in. And because this hardware a lot of times is new, we don't know what the environment is really going to be like. We don't know what that new frontier is. So it's not a now game. It's you know twelve months, eighteen months, twenty four months down the road. And then designing and prototyping takes a lot of time and effort and capital. You know when we do these these type of iterative val uh, designs and validations for a product it's it's difficult to get you know more and more product because it is like you know i I have my rev one. Rev one didn't work. Now I got to do Rev two. And there's an aso- cost associated with that. And investors, you know, see that, okay, they may they perceive that as we just wasted two revs to get to over here. And that wasn't money well spent. Um, so it's it's really difficult to get in that mindset that this is going to take time and give yourself that that grit, you know, give yourself that that grace to be able to get to the stage where you need to to start selling that product.
0: Hardware is Forever is a production of Amtech, the proven leader in circuit board manufacturing solutions. From engineering to assembly, testing to supply chain, Amtech is proud to be a partner that our customers can lean on time and time again. If you're looking for a fresh perspective on your next project, we wanna help with a free Design for Manufacturing assessment. Visit us at buildamtech.com slash dfm to get started.
1: I think it's interesting kind of what you're talking about where the, where the learning curve is is more complex because you're right. Um, you know, uh, investors might say, well, we wasted all this time and, and to get through Rev 1 and 2, but you learned a lot in Rev 1 yeah. and 2. You're far better prepared for the next time that you're in some sort of scenario so, so that learning curve is really valuable for you, but for outsiders or for those who have some sort of different, um, investment literally and metaphorically in the outcome, there can be a frustration and then that can lead to hastiness or, or hasty decisions. Do you feel like, how do you put that into process? So how can you? I don't know. How can you put that? Sort of, it's going to take time. Everybody, and we're we're going to accept that. We're going to actually going to lean into that. We're going to embrace that rather than be frustrated with it. How do you systematize that or process that so that you don't get distracted with the kind of oh, we better move faster, everybody? Obviously, we always want to move with efficiency and alacrity. But how do you how do you put that into process so that you feel comfortable with the pace you're going?
2: Yeah, I think I think one thing is that you have to keep the end in mind, and you also have to take a look at every, what everybody else is doing. You know, like, you know, we may put our pressure on her. like, I've, I've had a lot of entrepreneurs come to me and say, well, I have this idea, I want to get into market in three months. And it's just like, and, and you know, I want to, I want to, and, and it's just like, it's, it's tough to explain how much time it really takes to get to that point. So I think you have to take, you have to take the end and see what that future looks like. And then. Budget your time out accordingly and then stick to the plan. And I think one thing that really happens is this idea of feature creep. Uh, and software feature creep may be able to be a little bit more absorbed. But when it comes to hardware feature creep, it can distract you very, very quickly and lead you down the wrong path. So I think you got to slow down. You got to know what your vision is. You have to understand you got to give yourself time. Stick to the plan. Don't allow any feature creep. And then be confident in that like, and know that you're going in the right decision. And again, you know what helps with that is if you get a great team, if you get great consultants or you get great people with experience that can help you get to that point. And so I, I think if you try to rush it, you'll learn the hardware that it's not a now game. You have to slow down to go fast. Um, and then understand that things take time, like, If I want to eat cake, I got to bake a cake and a cake takes, you know, I don't don't even know how long, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours to bake. You just can't rush it. It just this is how long it takes. You know, a child takes nine months uh, to be born and you just can't expedite that process. So I think we just have to understand it just takes a certain amount of time. Yes, can we optimize it? Hundred percent. You know, is there waste associated? Yes. Is there miscommunication? Yes. Can we work on all that? Yes. But just know and be confident that it does take time. And I think if you have that understanding and that, and I, for the lack of better words, stoicism when it comes to hardware, it's it's uh, you'll you'll be more successful sooner because it just takes. You know, the nice thing about hardware is if you get the right project you know, the life of the hardware can be, you know, three to five to 10 years. So once you once you have that product, now you have a good cash flow going. And now you can build on top of that and iterate and, and get new products out like, you know, you, you know, version one is out. Now let's do, you know, mark one, then mark two, and then mark three, you know, we can do all those different things if we get mark one out as soon as possible, and put all of our effort behind it. So I think, it's just it's just understanding that it's going to be slow, and I think in in my in my journey, you know, I grew up when the internet was coming out, and I realized, wow, I can you know we can stream video, I can send email, so I never, you know, I always leverage these tools that made everything fast, and I never realized that these hardware things that are complex and they do take time, and I do need to slow down, so. Um, those are lessons that I learned, and since we've been slowing down and looking at our ten-year goals and three-year goals, and and making decisions on a quarter by quarter basis rather than for me an hour an hour hour by hour basis, it's it's really changed the dynamics of the organizations. And I can see, you know, why it takes a long time to develop a vehicle. You know, it, it, I can see why it, it's such a massive undertaking, and. Uh, and you know, even with that time, is it successful or not? We don't know, but you, to go fast and to grow, you have to slow down.
1: Do you feel like, like as a, as a guy who's very attentive to design, I feel like for maybe the last decade, we've been in this very interesting, uh, I don't want to call it a golden age, but something shifted particularly 15 years ago when the iPhone first came out where consumer electronics suddenly had a very different sensibility about, the hardware and what the hardware looked and felt like. And that extended for me in the last five to seven years to, uh you mentioned EV cars. Auto manufacturing, we're in this very interesting, weird stage of design. Like these cars, some of them are trying to make them look like spaceships. And it's interesting because even when they're making huge mistakes, we're moving ahead with the idea. Does this even as you're developing specialized you know hardware solutions for specialized things and and not necessarily consumer electronics and things like that but does the way that we're all interfacing with hardware every day create expectations or um scenarios that aren't necessarily realistic for those that don't have like you know deep supply chains and all the, these sorts of things because we're used to seeing a thing at best buy does it mean that your customers kind of have an idea that Well, shouldn't it be like this or shouldn't it look like that or shouldn't it already do that without understanding kind of how difficult that can be?
2: Yeah, I think I think, you know, Steve Jobs did a great job and brought the level of consumer electronics to a different whole different expectation, you know, like uh, but I, I do feel like it takes a lot of effort to get there. And I think we were at a point where luxury, you know, intersecting point where hardware and software could match up and create something beautiful like the iPhone. And I think that that type of revolution is happening or evolution, revolution or evolution is happening, you know, whether it's electric vehicles, whether it's autonomous vehicles. You know, whether it's any type of automation for specifically transportation right now i think that's happening and that's happening you know in the way that we interface with technology like you know computers are not rooms anymore they're almost furniture pieces they're almost you know they're almost uh designer accents in your house now you know it's it's it, i think it's it's a whole different level but it's still to get to that point there's a lot of iteration that needs to get done, and we sh- should we expect that? Yes. Does that make the barrier of entry more difficult? Yes. So, oh, and that's why it's going slow. Is that much more important because the expectations are a lot better? Like even the MVP before it was you know duct tape super glue get it out there get it working you know whatever it may be, but even the MVP has to be pretty and shiny and good looking, and to get to that point, we have to slow down.
1: Great conversation. MVP, by the way, is minimum viable product. As our listeners might be wondering, why are we talking about most valuable players or people? Yeah,
2: I apologize for that. I should, no, I it's good. I,
1: I didn't think to, to mention it off yeah. the top. But uh, really great conversation, Jay. And I, I always love when we get to intersect kind of your business philosophies with the realities of manufacturing and electronics manufacturing. I think that's fascinating. I think it's really um, a really sweet spot for these conversations and for the way you think. Thanks. I'm looking forward yep. to our conversation.
0: Thanks for joining us. And a special thanks to our subscribers and followers. Consider becoming one today, wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.